United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. There have been national protests and strikes. They call it the pots and pans in Colombia. Finally, they have direct negotiations. This is taking place in Colombia, which is a hot spot that we have talked about before. It's not something that gets a huge amount of attention. But on Sunday, thousands of Colombians gathered on the streets of the country's biggest cities to talk about what they want from the government there. Let's discuss and put it in perspective because it was three years since a peace deal was ratified in the Congress in Colombia. Where do they stand now? Steve Hege is senior expert of the Colombia peace process at the United States Institute of Peace. He is tweeting at Steve Hege and is joining us. Steve, welcome back. Thanks for being here. Thanks a lot for having me, Tim. The pots and pans, kind of an interesting symbol, if you will, of the protests. Absolutely. We've had two weeks, uh, coming up on two weeks as of, as of tomorrow, there's another round of, of, of national strikes scheduled for today. Really the largest sort of mass mobilization in four decades here in Colombia, representing a whole range of issues from, from frustration about potential tax reform, pension reform, corruption, education investment, but also some real frustration and mis- misgivings about the, the, the Colombian government's uh, uh, position on the implementation of the now, as you said, three-year-old uh, agreement with the, with the FARC rebels. Um, part of that has been uh, focused into now a, a direct negotiations with the government as it started yesterday. But President Ivan Duque has also laid out a, a calendar for a broader national conversation, which I think is, is, is in general terms quite positive, uh, demonstrating a receptivity to this broader discontent, which, which is really, really authentic and genuine within the Colombian context. Uh, there's been uh, numerous indications that the governing party has not been able to rally popular support. Polls are very down, have been down in local, regional, and uh, uh, mayoral and governatorial elections. Uh, the governing party of President Iwan Duque is not fair as well as they would have liked. Um, so there is a generalized discontent, but peace and the issue of peace is certainly a big part of that, although it's not exclusively the, 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 the ultimate driver. And as you said, the pots and pans have been symbolic of this general uh, expression to the government that they want to be listened, they want to be uh, heard. Um, for the most part, these strikes have been, and the protests have been absolutely peaceful. The pots and pans are the most symbolic of that peaceful movement. But there have been moments, particularly Friday, November 22nd, where there were uh, there was generalizing security in major cities like Cali and, and Bogota. And for the first time in Bogota, a city of 8 million people, uh, the government had to declare a, a curfew. Uh, and that was the first time since 1977. So things are quite serious, but uh, uh, there are some indications that we're moving uh, in the right direction in terms of uh, uh, potentially an end to, uh, to these strikes that have, have really paralyzed the country in many ways. Steve, to the point you were making, this is not restricted only to the peace process. The three-year anniversary of what was undertaken three years ago is now sort of under under examination. But in addition to that, there is also uh, the problem of economic inequality, uh, indigenous populations. And this is something evidently that is not restricted to Colombia, but to some of its neighbors as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, uh, President Iwan Duque has, has demonstrated and pointed out on that Colombia is, is, is an anomaly in terms of, of, of economic growth. I mean, projected 3% growth. But unemployment is very high. 
uh, unfortunately, and there, there's a lot of frustration amongst uh, amongst youth students, uh, fearing that they don't have the opportunities uh, that, that are before them that they would like to have. They're not seeing the investment in education and opportunities for them. Uh, and th- this is this is not exclusive to to Colombia. This is a, a phenomenon of frustration. We've seen uh, uh, broad protests in, in neighboring countries like Peru and Ecuador and Chile. Obviously, recently with the crisis in in, in Bolivia, uh, and in, of course in, in neighboring Venezuela, um, the, the the unemployment issue and the comp, the competition for jobs is really touching upon this very sensitive issue of the nearly 1.8 million Venezuelan migrants that are in uh, uh, Colombia today as a result of the massive historic uh, economic and political crisis plaguing Venezuela for the last four or five years. And, and that leads to a, a certain sense of, of, of tension, social tension. We've seen worryingly during these protests an increase in xenophobia against Venezuelan migrants. The government uh, just ex- expelled 59 Venezuelan nationals, saying that they were behind some of the violence that I alluded to on November 22nd. This has led to a, an increase, as I said, in, in, in a certain sense of animosity, and I think that's really concerning. It's really concerning that, that, that this hospitality that Colombia has demonstrated for those Venezuelan migrants uh, is, is, is potentially fraying and that we may see other uh, uh, incidents of tension, violence, and broader animosity towards uh, Venezuelan migrants that for the most part have been widely accepted and supported under very difficult circumstances here uh, in, in Colombia, led by President Duque, uh, really, uh, really making a clear effort to support those Venezuelan migrants. But it comes to a point where uh, a lot of, of, of issues are, are, are just unsustainable over a period of time, and it calls to the real need to look at how do we resolve the Venezuelan uh, crisis. In addition to uh, the implementing the, the FARC Accord, uh, the Venezuelan crisis really looms and as, as, as it overshadows uh, the real issues of peace and security uh, in, in Colombia as well. Steve Hege with us, a senior expert at Columbia Peace Process at the United States Institute of Peace. And uh, you're, in, are you, you're in Colombia right now, I guess, right? I am, yes. Okay. I, I wanted to ask you, you, made, you mentioned allegations and accusations. And we do have the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, earlier this week had accused Cuba and Venezuela of trying to hijack democratic protests in Latin America, and I'm assuming he meant uh, capturing Colombia and all of that. Is that uh, uh, an allegation with or without merit? And what is the U.S. position on what is taking place in Colombia right now? Well, I think the the official position has been in support of uh, democratic uh, processes, dialogue, engagement with uh, with civil society, uh, unions, uh, education, uh, uh, um, uh, student movements. That that has been very clear. I think behind that there is certainly a concern uh, of uh, around statements that have been made by individuals uh, high up in the the the, the regime of Nicolas Maduro, um, claiming some degree of credit for uh, uh, expanding some of these protests across the region. Now that's one thing that they can pretend to claim credit for. It's another thing to actually say that uh, that that they are are really the ones galvanizing, and I think it's very clear in the popular support the pots and pans issue is is something that nothing could be instrumentalized it's very authentic uh, a, a demonstration of real popular discontent frustration with this government, whether it be rightly placed, uh, placed or, or or inaccurately placed is a separate issue but the, the fact that there is a popular discontent that is authentic to Colombia and not related to any potential outside orchestration be from Cuba 
or Venezuela, I think would be really, really inaccurate uh, as an assessment. I think most people in Washington understand that. Uh, I think it, it, it's, a, it's a question now of, of, of how do how do politicians here in Colombia deal with that authentic discontent, or do they wish to simply discard it as being something that's that's imposed or manipulated uh, by external actors, uh, particularly from Venezuela? And I think that that that's a, that's an inaccurate uh, reading of of the current context in in, in in Colombia. Steve, I appreciate you joining us on POTUS today. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot for having me, Tim. Steve Heggie, senior expert, Columbia Peace Process at the United States Institute of Peace, joining us today from Columbia on the latest demonstrations there, which are more than just as a result of what has been happening since the Columbia Peace Deal was ratified three years ago. He is tweeting at Steve Heggie at S-T-E-V-E-H-E-G-E. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.